Yo, I want to start this off by just thanking everyone who's been following this podcast and people who've been asking questions from various uh, corners, not only on the main platform that's on FM, but certain people on Spotify and those other platforms as well. Um, gotta thank you all, 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 all of you for, um, you know, being, well, playful with this as well, um, being playful and understanding of this. Because, uh, like I said, and I keep repeating, this whole channeling thing is new, really new to me, in a way. And, um, like, I used to be a stifler for format, meaning it's like, okay, it's gonna be this format, you know, still stuck in the mind in that aspect. And now it's like, okay, well, seeing those channeling bits are coming in and out, um, I just kind of have to accept it. You know, they're coming in and out. They're not that, uh, at times they're not super ultra consistent, meaning I might get a bit or a part one day, but I'll get an answer or the other part another day or two days later. Uh, and especially, I think like I saw, like I told some of you, uh, like whatever this real this new moon thing just kind of pops in or moon cycle kind of hits in and this whole aspect of it just keeping me up till four in the morning with synchronicities and then answers like that shit is completely uh it's not predictable and that's you know it's i i kind of had to accept it as well as the fucking moon part of this, you know, it's like, okay, well, time to look at a tad bit of astrology here, which is cool. I'm all fine. I'm just laughing at the fact that the moon has impact on this stuff as well. So there's a lot more for me to look into just to play around. And um, you guys who care about this sort of insights and knowledge, you guys are super patient with this. And I'm pretty sure you guys know a lot about some of these things as well so feel free to add comments about that um about channeling some of the stuff that you, you know the the usual um methods we just exchange information maybe it's gonna work maybe it's gonna add some insights maybe not maybe it's a clue to something else like just just go for it um i'm fully interested in this and um the momentum is going so well in the aspect of, you know, learning and understanding a bit more about channeling and then just being able to pace myself, uh, especially when it comes to breeding. As you guys notice, it, it does require, like, especially at high speed or both high speed and continuous download and transferring, well, it does require a lot of breath work. Um, pacing and stability and it's like okay cool this is like training so i can add, i can add this kind of training to it you know not and it's not forceful that's the coolest part like like i always say everyone can kind of do well everyone can do channeling um it's just kind of transferring some of those sets those as previously said those descriptors those factors those um uh, kind of like not skill set uh i said in a previous podcast and i'll find a much better way to explain it but everybody can do it translate whatever you do in your craft to thoughts in the aspect of thought speed and thought structure and being able to visualize that um and 
in my specific case, that's how it works. For other people, it may work in a different way. But uh, we can always find a bit of a bridge like that. And you'll see, it's just, holy shit, amazing. And then the le the next part is, and that's what I kind of had to learn um, with this podcast as well, is just letting go, not being a stifler for format, um, certain set things like as soon as you say i need it to be this way gg done it's gonna be um mental pinball for a bit because you're not let going back to the let's say main objective of it as well as just letting it evolve so when i say main objective point of this is sharing knowledge you know for whoever's interested and whoever it may help that's it so it's like okay well why would why let the brain add a bunch more of extra requirements while the main objective is basically helping others like that's simple just sharing the knowledge that's it that's all um, and yeah there's gonna be more depths and complexity that will naturally develop to a point where they're not they're not complex you know it, it'll it just naturally comes so that was something to just learn on the fly and not go back to the school mentality of having a super mega elaborate setup that may not necessarily be, may not necessarily contribute to the main objective per se. You know, it's, it's an interesting game of balance and understanding and play, playful, being playful at this and seeing it from multiple angles or multiple, I guess, crafts or views. Or point of views or situations would be a bit better well then you can kind of easily transfer some of these principles to it as well I don't know it's like it's feeling much more interconnected or life just feels a bit more interconnected in that way it's not just one subject here one subject there even though for speaking purpose it, it's kind of has to be uh, you know our language is divisive from the beginning because we kind of need to identify certain things i can't just say okay well look at this mm. and okay so what's mm. you know we haven't gotten to the point of connecting true thoughts so that i can i won't even need to explain the entirety of the the object i'll just feel it out and you'll feel it who knows future <laughs> sci-fi has already played around with that idea so who knows but we're not at that point yet so we kind of have to use the divisive language even though many of the principles when you understand the whole aspect of polarity many of the principles just cross over you know they apply the same way so uh, this would be going a bit more into all is one but that's a thought for another point or another time it's just interesting to play with this and see how it all kind of blends in one one thing applied on one applies to another practically maybe not to the all but there's a good chance with its own set of exception ah, language language <laughs> but yeah thank you all thank you all for for all of this this is fucking cool <laughs> bit of an example of catching little subtle thoughts okay and then being able to retweak them um i've been recently you guys know I love this channel called, um, well, Joseph Rodriguez's channel. Straight up, that's the name of the channel. Uh, love the content, love the material, love the books he talks about. 
and um, I tend to, you know, give his videos a listen uh, whenever I can, and then ponder while well, in the in the middle of time. You know, it's like you start five minutes, you stop, you ponder, you start, you continue the next ten minutes, you ponder. So something that kind of happened is after one of his great phenomenal uh, videos, there was a link to another channel, which is. Brian Scott yeah and it's a similar type of channel very very similar kind of channel um, yet not point per point bullet point uh, a lot of it is explaining some of these old texts as well uh, longer videos in a way or longer it varies it varies between the two but at that point there was a very 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 subtle thoughts about them possibly collaborating yet an a and here's where I kind of picked it up, or, or the moment where this kind of gets to a crux. There was a subtle idea that kind of flinged back right after of, oh, well, some people don't necessarily want to deal with competition, or that kind of stuff. And right then and there, I just stopped and went, well, wait, what? Fuck does that come from? And aside from, you know, some of the background uh, environments I was in, you know, some of the old group of friends always talking about that kind of stuff. You guys remember competing, competing, that kind of stuff. Well, the core of it earlier than that was found around watching television, you know, TV, when it comes to characters duking it out, companies duking it out the competition aspect that's being pushed on TV. And right then and there, I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Television, again. <laughs> uh, because it's this implementation of subconscious ideas. Again, not their fault. Not at all. You know, actors and scriptwriters, they do what they do because they love what they, they do. Yet it's the repetition of that kind of idea that puts itself in one's imagination after a while. You know, you just keep repeating an idea, eventually it just comes up real fast and easily. It's not just that the the hard drive is hijacked in a way, but your imagination by proxy is as well because the hard drive considers an aspect of competition, you know, considers this note of competition slash um, rivalry in that specific way that's been continuously pumped by television um, and, you know, various other type of environments. So at that point, once I spotted that, I went like, oh, okay, it's goddamn fucking TV again. <laughs> or previous habits, you know, just letting it go and making the switch of thought in the moment. So in the moment, it's like, okay, well, it'd be great to have them both do collaboration. It'd be great to have um, even more, you know, w Possibly he has an interview with him on his channel because I've seen him have an interview with Aaron Dowdy so and various others So it's like okay. Well possibly I'm not looking in the channel um, Because he might have an interview with him as well uh, Competition it's not it's kind of like taking away the idea of competition because They're not even they're not even that similar and they have different formatting and also like having that as a base idea, a base thought, a base result, you see how multiple other venues aren't really seen, and you kind of see how this thought just locks off from any kind of other 
um, let's say, creative idea, seeing that, oh, okay, well, competition, so they wouldn't communicate. Okay, done, end of the idea. But switching the thought or changing the thought, changing the perpetual thought, you know, um, that indoctrinated thought, just changing it. Look at the possibilities, you know, possibly it's already there. Possibly they're going to they're gonna bring it up at one point. Um, it's really fun to have this kind of collaboration or to have access to this variety of content as well. Because it's not about one way, one method, one aspect of things, but it's multiple ones, multiple type of contents like these, which can help us put the pieces together because they interpreted... It, they're interpreting certain books in various different ways and different terminologies and that is extra spices of nuances to use in one's own creations and reflection so it's like just the you know you start seeing how it all works as a whole instead of this separated aspect of competition and then voila you know but the thought was subtle things had to be stopped in a moment and the inner dialogue had to be paid attention quite precisely so it, that's why i kind of meant with this whole aspect of um the cleanup is regular the, you know the cleanup just happens it's being patient with it and just accepting the more and more subtle levels of things that will come up not just your reactions but what's kind of going on within what kind of thought pattern and process pattern within because ultimately that just will always come back to you so in this ex in this aspect of things if i were to consider collaboration then that very same thought would kind of come up on a subtle scale and i can hinder the momentum of just creating certain things or taking the steps it's uh, what they also call resistance because a resisting thoughts kind of just stops your mom or blocks or pauses or slows down your momentum versus okay i'm all in let's go let's do this and you don't necessarily have any other rearing thoughts creeping up it's uh quite fun to spot clear and on multiple levels as well so yeah kind of a bit taken out of uh, my own personal experience but i might also be able to relate it to the black community uh, based on what I've been kind of experiencing with the, the rest of the family and various other friends that I talk to. Okay. When it comes to parenting in general, and again, the, some of those crucial parts, if you ever want to have like that really buddy-buddy uh, relationship with a kid, you know, with your kid, um, and I mean, one of the key things that kind of becomes a bit of a setback is exploring deeper into emotions and i say a setback because if you know if there's many thoughts at the same time but if you don't have that relationship with the parent where you can be open in this kind of discussions and various other like much deeper things then later on in life it's not necessarily a habit that's that's been like developed to a higher point and that includes in the inner world as well, because you didn't have a mentor to show you and lead you into that in a much better way. Because let's be honest, frankly, uh, TV and the way that they write it, it's minimal compared to all of that, to the depth of our emotion and our communication. So that's a poor, really poor example, really poor guidance. Um, so, you know, 
there goes one default. You might get lucky and get a book or go to certain or, you know, get to certain seminar. But again, think about timeline. It, would it be possible with keeping the same mindset? You know, it's you kind of look at the varying percentages. You don't try to make it too accurate. But it is, again, crucial to kind of just get that in mind. Because, again... Oftentimes, especially when it came to um, the parenting, when there's when parents are snippy at their kids, something that I noticed a lot, like snippy in an aspect of I'm gonna notice every little fault that might be at you. Your shirt's untucked, um, your shoelace looks a tad bit untied, but it's not. Uh, please stand like this. What are you doing? That kind of snippy. When it happens way too often. Or uh, added to the aspect of judgment, you know, if you get um, often type of parenting quite judgmental um, over your opinions or whatever you do, if you don't necessarily follow their lead or doesn't don't necessarily follow their ideology. So like that kind of stuff, you set up enough trauma on that early on and it's like, okay, well, GG, there's no more of that kind of inner communication or deeper inner level communication because um, I shouldn't say n it's not there again everything is relative and there you catch me learning a bit more about non-duality it is there it's just at a lower level and there are deeper deeper or shouldn't say lower level just not a, at a high frequency it, it's not as much as it could be. It is below an, uh, an average in a way. Okay? Because of that kind of relationship. Because of that kind of initial indoctrination of, okay, well, talking about that gets this result. So let's not talk about that. You see? And uh, especially when you talk about the talk about that, meaning your own inner world and what your going through and how you're feeling about these things and trying to go even further but not having a guide like like a parent because the snippiness the judgments that that kind of you know casual meanness but just over and extended over time you your subconscious eats that from zero to nine so it kind of puts you at a a very shitty position in that regards because remember the importance of being able to identify and then respond to the emotions because emotions are their own language what i've kind of noticed and i've spoken about it um tad early in another podcast i think i'm not sure it's a tad bit vague but when it comes to a bit more about the masculine and feminine at the same time when it comes to the emotion let's group that a bit to the feminine energy when it comes to the logic let's group that a bit more to masculine energy and all that can change and interchange at any point but let's stick to that one thing when growing up um, as a male is you're not really told how to decrypt those emotions you're not you stick to the you're kind of thrown into the basics and because of that pure dumbass you know i call it dumbass and that's me just again you saw me just uh, bumping myself a bit whoops um that uh, 
uh, old social consciousness type of habits of just okay you're a male you just got to tough it out go go on don't want to see you crying don't want you to see you process any of this well, old i say old because it's dying out and you know we're moving outside of that idea progressively well but still starting from that path and especially in the community when you know you're kind of hit up to hit up literally practically in a way not trying to make jokes here because it is tragic you know uh, physical abuse is really fucked up verbal abuse as well it develops all these subconscious blockers and that's what we're talking about but so when you're not told or um explain how to process these emotions you don't necessarily one you don't identify them then you don't necessarily know what to do with them so you don't respond you literally react and a good example is and all of that is in the aspect that you never got to a point where you would repeat the question what if i did that to someone else or acted like that towards someone else or reacted towards someone else you were never really taught that or shown example of that thought process um because you know oftentimes parents tend um not general parents but at that time tended to double think you know going to church for one thing uh, accept all and then fuck that other person in the news later on that night <laughs> but so you're not necessarily told how to respond or even knowing what those are or what the different frequencies are so that's why at times you would let's say you would want to express something but it's like okay well i don't necessarily know what it feels but i kind of want to express it and you know especially when it comes to conflict that's why fighting happens quite often because it's like okay well i don't necessarily know how to process this but i know i'm really angry which is i'm really separated from myself based on what my brain my mind has processed was told to me based on its own hard drive and decryption so it's like okay what does uh, this term mean what does the society think about this term you know so at times it's like really angry at this person i don't know why or, well you know the term but i don't know what else to kind of i don't know what else to do so punch you know and it, oftentimes it just divulges into that it doesn't really get into crying fest at time because oftentimes there are you know that's also another option but you kind of see there's no processing of the emotion there's no responding to the event mostly because it's again males you do this okay stick with that and you tough on but oftentimes you lack the feminine which has all the emotion aspect of it of just feeling it true knowing it being familiar about it and then um you basically well you know how to respond uh you kind of switch back and forth and this is the ultimate aspect of you know or um, one the aspect that we have both types of energy and you know many more and the aspect that we both have this we, we and also it's like we both have this yeah i'm trying i'm trying to say the aspect that it's not we complete each other we're already complete but we're showing more of each other as we live together in that sense so it's kind of like a reflective mirror especially in couples that really work out it's kind of like a reflective mirror on where you kind of instinctually want to balance it out 
but it's not an aspect of okay i'm missing this no we both have both types of energy and the the kind of processes and practices that kind of works with it so or with them so it's quite um really cool when you start noticing this and playing with that because as soon as you open up to let's say as a male as soon as you open up to your emotions and you start getting more familiar with them and understand them and then play true with them well then there's no more reacting now it's just oh this this has popped up a couple of times Uh uh-huh and uh i did a couple of times in the past what's the pattern here Uh uh-huh i think it the mind thinks it means this 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 this, uh uh-huh based on some other things learn okay and let's clean it up and get the fuck out disconnect and then you start selecting other options and when it comes to the feminine or females just balancing it out with that very same explained process of logic in a way that's you know you naturally have and you couple that you naturally have but it's kind of like raising it and i'd like to say that for both types of energy we already have both kind of energy it's just balancing it out and bringing it up to a point so asking yourself the question okay what would balancing out my feminine energy mean you know tapping a bit more into emotion is kind of like a surface layer or a blanket statement you can go much more deeper and have more nuances in those depths and various subjects so let's say how do i feel about let's say my current room um why you know, why do I feel that specific way about that? What would feel even better from what I've seen and experienced and lived through? Uh, you see, and you start feeling those out, but also asking those logical questions. Um, it, it's all about that balancing or else you would kind of, let's say, um, saying, okay, what would feel better? But you wouldn't necessarily ask why and then keep it in. So you'd you'd miss a bit of that masculine energy of just, okay, asking the why, pushing that question, and then keeping all the data that's stored there. But at the same time, you're also missing the other energy because, one, if you're not asking why, then you won't feel the why as well. And if you don't necessarily feel the why as well, well, what's your reason? You know, it's like, well, why? Meh. (laughs) You know, there's no reason. So, and plus it doesn't really stick. So it's a bit of an interesting little paradoxical aspect of it, you know, because both energy are there. It's just kind of like an aspect of balancing the processes um, and your own recognition of them inside of you to which state they are, to which, let's say, polarity of balance they are, and then just play with it, change it to to the degree that you want. Um, Here's... Cool thing that you, let's say, I'm going to try to go a bit deeper into that process, especially when it comes to creating questions um, or going a tad bit deeper in your inner work, okay? Discovering more about the whys within yourself. A play of that energy goes into, one, initially asking the question, not landing on the question, which would be an imbalance, because you, you can land on the question, but let's say it's something that you want to do, and you don't necessarily ask yourself an initial rolling question, which would be, um, uh, let's say, what would it feel like? Or just, okay, I want to, oh man, I'm I'm trying to find 
a way to explain that process, but I have no necessary base example. Like, what am I going to talk about? The room? Um, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um, maybe. Okay, you know what? Yeah, let's give it a shot. I'll, I'll try describing um, a bit more about what I want in my room, but trying to explain the process and a bit of the a visualization that could help look at the process and what kind of energy kind of pops up at which moment. Um, and that timing, that specific pathway in a way, or that specific blueprint is unique to me. So you're going to be feeling things out and figuring things out at different, let's say, paces, as well as um, with different, let's say, links of thoughts, as well as different, let's say, pods of subjects uh, that would pop in. But generally, kind of like the feeling play, how it kind of feels as you go through it, could be quite similar or different, yet you'll see it's a mix between the feeling journey but also the thought journey and trying to keep multiple plates or thought streams happening at the same time yet to do so is to have like this combination of both um the masculine and the feminine like toggled at various states throughout that momentum but it's a bit like uh, the flow state you'll kind of Funny enough, it's a bit like the flow state, or you'll kind of get into the flow state while taking it or testing it out. So, right now, room loads, well, there's a certain amount of paper, but it just feels a tad bit small, cluttered. Don't seem to have a lot of space to move. Like, I'd rather have much more space to move. So, let's say I'd start with objectively going, okay, well, what would be my optimal setup um, and then I went you know right in the moment I went even higher and said okay so I was saying optimal setup in this very same apartment what do I generally feel when it comes to or what would generally feel better what do I generally like to feel and would feel better um, than this current environment based on everything that you know I like and have previously been to as well as what i can kind of create and right then and there just from that question i begin to kind of feel out think you know i close my eyes and kind of feel out a visualization of some of the previous um apartments apartments and location and i get a sense of a bit more um definitely more space but now it's a bit more of an aspect of okay do i go multiple rooms do i still want to stick to a studio and right then and there there was a thought about well don't want to hear the fridge anymore don't necessarily want to hear any appliances so separate rooms would be great cool already at that point i'm able to kind of see preferring more space yes separation of room at the same time, location, so no longer going downtown, mostly because the noise um, just seems to, uh, the noise is there, but it's just mostly a lot of, eh, the noise is there, but I know I can get a place that's quieter. Yeah, so the noise doesn't necessarily bother me. So now I started to think about, okay, environment as well, close to the metro, um, 
but I still want to go back to that initial thought stream. So I keep that in mind. This is where the logic has to kind of hold it. You know, the, the logic part, uh, the masculine part still kind of has to hold itself while I play emotionally in those various other topics. So I'm trying to hold and keep a thought stream. Some of it might drop, some of it might come back, you know. But it's trying to keep those two ideas in whole. And this is happening much faster than what I'm, the way I'm explaining it. Remember, your thought speed goes at a much higher uh pace you know all that maybe that tree those last three minutes might have happened in like a single two seconds two to three seconds it's just that now i'm trying to i'm translating it and i'm putting it into words but the thought already went in that second so there's that's why yeah those may, may have been like in three minutes two plates or two subjects are linked to an overall subject which is Room-wise, what would I rather want? Um, Location-wise, what would I rather want? Three minutes, two plates, but that's just me verbaling, verbaling it out. In your thought space, you'd already be at like possibly eight, eight plates or more, or you would have already resolved that because you're you're bouncing between your logic, holding some of your topics, going into. Um, your past to pull in that information but you're combining it with your um emotional aspect your emotional energy what resonated to you how you felt at a certain pace and then possibly ask yourself why do i feel like that and you kind of go back to logic oh because of list 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 then you go back to the emotion it's like mm, yes i remember oh and here's a bit of a variation that i can create and it's like you go back to logic oh shit What's that variation? You combine the two and you're like, back to the emotion. Yes, that feels really great. Can I push it even further? You see, you go in this back and forth of balancing it. And honestly, like in your, at your thought speed, thought speed's pace, it goes fast. It's just trying to keep up with it and also having fun with it because if you go too too deep into the logic, you might try to make it utter canon and saying, okay, well, I like this, so I'm going to keep it this way. That's one of the pitfalls where you could have imagined or made a combination that could have brought you even further. So that is one of those pitfalls. Another pitfall would be, I guess, the mind. And that's where things get a bit tricky. The mind can sometimes kick in and put limitations. So... You're going to spot the difference when you notice the feeling of separation and you notice that it's coming from a a one-way-out option or a one-single-track, single-mind-track option. While you will clearly know it comes from spirit as it, or spirit slash you, not the mind, as you can notice multiple pathways and multiple possibilities on that specific, let's say, thought stream. And that can happen, you know, while you're holding multiple thought streams. So it gets to be a bit tricky on the mind or on you because, well, actually you and the mind, because you're trying to hold all these plates and then there's something, you know, the mind kind of interjects with a a limitation because you feel it's kind of like a single thought stream on its own, but no, there's multiple options around that. So it's not a, a dead set. Okay. This is the only way that can, this can happen. Um, so it, those are some of the things you kind of want to watch out with the, with the logic aspect. 
when it comes to the emotion aspect, um, getting lost into the emotion and um, it's kind of like and getting lost into it without necessarily taking note of the why in a way yeah because once you take note of the why that's kicking it back to logic you're able to bring that up at any point you're able to consciously bring it up at any point because you already know the details in the descriptions or so, uh, and the specific kind specificities in a way so you, because you've asked why you're just and you've given yourself that list you can bring it up again or you can bring up the emotion again and maybe even amplify it because as you notice the list you may even add even more um and you may even find again uh, combinations, combination type variations and various other um, nuances in there. So if you well, if you don't, you'll pop the emotion, yet you don't necessarily put your hand in a clay after that. You're not just playing with what you're kind of discovering. And all of that is within. All of that is you. Uh, everything that you've kind of generated, but can also sense outside of as spirit not the brain so that's why you know the whole mind body spirit thing you kind of want to play a bit with how it's kind of like it's a it's a co-op game but it's still three separate parts of that co-op and three separate kind of languages and responses so it, it's quite a game you know um, even just the fact of understanding the whole feeling of separation, feeling it in your heart and knowing, wait, that's spirit telling you, whoa, what's up, man? You're feeling separated from yourself and everyone else. I was like, okay, shit. Oh, but that's because it's your feeling, that feeling in the body at the heart's level. So the heart and spirit or uh, combination is there. It's just the mind that kind of goes, ah, that's definitely the other person. But that's based on again the indoctrination yeah the initially indoctrinated feeling of separation and i don't like saying indoctrination i still cannot find a better word please put some comments um uh, mostly because it's that feels a bit too intentional and it's like well no we just didn't know what we didn't know um but yeah those initially indoctrinated feeling of separation because it's not like everyone knew and understood the depth of that ass that quote of you know all is one fuck the depths of discussion about that is um it's fucking impressive i think i did a podcast on that or i may have had a video on that and then there's even more there's more layers there's more layers more onion peels and it's not you know trying to get it all but it's like savoring each and every discovery in that aspect and being like yeah and also practicing practicing it is like that utter level of just okay <laughs> but it's all doable that was the coolest part about this just ask yourself the question how would it feel if i had already knew that from the start and then you game plus that shit well see you gotta take to take your time to do your new game pluses um set up a list 
and play that shit. You know, just literally play. Okay, I'm getting New Game Plus this one. How would it feel if I had like this understanding of con- or this level of consciousness at that time? You know, all this understanding from this level of consciousness and just <laughs> and you're like, "Woo! New Game Plus. First boss. Booyah. <laughs> one hit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> first boss. First <laughs> Conflict. I don't know. Uh, what would be the first boss at this point? I wouldn't say your first, um, let's say, conscious event, I guess. Or your first... Uh, like, I don't want to go with the tumble, but it's like, who knows? Maybe walking could have been your first boss. I don't know. There's more than that, but you can just play around with this. You'll figure it out for yourself, but just play around with that concept and uh, watch yourself feel your different experience as well as feeling the momentum of that changed um, self from that point on and you again you still keep the xp from that also new game plus or so play around with that the one thing is watch out when the mind takes over one of the things that tend, I personally tend to struggle when it comes to that is uh, the mind attempting to re- either replay what happened at that point, you know, just like as if it was nothing, which is, you know, you just got to work out the habit, replay, 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 uh, the new scene, the changes, the play around with it. Or another thing, um, as I explained in um, Imagination Hijacking, uh, video or the aspect of the imagination well oh yeah and the we've been played yeah don't get your imagination hijacked with tv and that kind of tv thinking mostly because after ingesting a lot of that kind of content you expect the momentum or you're used to movie momentum and that fucks around with your imagination because you expect movie momentum in your imagination so Watch what you watch. <laughs> Be careful what you watch, you know? Because then your imagination, you kind of have to deal with that in your imagination. As like, you know that scene in Inception where the guy's subconscious was kind of, um, uh, what was it? I forgot her name. Natalie Portman? No. Oh, mm. Jodie Foster? No. Ah, actress. She was in Beyond Two Souls. Um, well, basically she was she kept constructing into the other guy's subconscious but then you know people just started getting aggressive and shit like that well yes like the imagine um your imagination kind of having moments of that tense feeling because you've been watching a lot of media type content and the momentum that it has the punch per punch scene per scene type of deal kind of translates to your imagination as well so it's all a personal thing to watch because um or to balance out within oneself so you know especially in a way like i'll say eh, i'll throw it out there my generation we had great fucking 90s tv shows yet Fuck it, I won't say my entire generation. Sorry, I was about to generalize, but a lot of time in front of TV. Love the movies as well. Now we got Netflix. Great access to so much content. So 
there's a lot of that content that's still kind of left in the mind within the imagination and that's you know stuff to kind of it's gonna fade away mostly because by not repeating it or just changing the imagination uh literally like you just kind of go you stop it you matrix that shit or you you do like again an inception um and you just kind of go okay well let's not repeat that and you change it you've got all the controls you know so it's remembering that you do and start taking drinks in front of this sorry guys but it's remembering that you have control over your imagination so <clears throat> you can just literally bend it, it's as if you're bending a pole or you're bending a spoon that's bent in the other way which is the way that you you know the momentum of the mind that kind of takes over when it's unchecked now you're kind of bending it the other way so you keep repeating the new scene over and over and over and you keep telling yourself nope not letting the mind fucking take over <laughs> And you'll see, it'll just change. The momentum literally begins to change. Um, so it's just remembering that you have this ability. And don't necessarily let the mind kind of fall into despair or saying, oh, I can't do it and blah, 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 blah. Remember, you can always cheat code and ask yourself. And I call it a cheat code. It's completely legit. Um, it's just it works like a cheat code. It'll give you instant access to your answer, which is... You can just literally ask yourself, how would it feel if I um, knew I had entire control? Or how would it feel? Like, you keep asking yourself questions around that range. Okay? How would it feel if I had entire control over that seed? And you just loosely improv. Okay? As you respond. And booyah, you've got your answer. Test it out. Feel it out. Mm, does it kind of work? Maybe, what would I need to add to make it work a bit more? You see, it's that simple. And then you feel out what that answer says. And you see you're making combinations right there to have your objective of basically just taking back your imagination complete as you do that succession of question and feeling it out. So it's, uh, it's quite a game. Yet, once you kind of just take your... <laughs> it, it's such a combination of it all, because you do have to watch out. Take back your imagination, which also means... <sighs> Man, as soon as we tap into that, again, I'm reminded at how sloppy the Western term for it, for it is. Because when you understand that your imagination, you're going to be using it every motherfucking day. It's active even when you don't necessarily choose to. Um, and funny enough, it is affected by, well, actually to the degree that you allow it, but it's affected by uh, many, many things, visual, audio, cues, events, um, because, you know, a trauma could happen to you, like, when I mean events, a trauma could happen, such as, you know, an accident or something. And you'll keep repeating it in your mind. Well, guess where you're repeating it from? <laughs> or repeating it on. So, it's um, quite crucial. But the, the things that you can create with it. You know, the fact that you can repeat something, a thought, an idea over and over and over and over. And impress your subconscious mind, you know. 
um, set yourself up in like different directions. Uh, hell, look at how athletes use it. You know, look at how musicians use it. It's a universal thing. Fuck, look at how yogis use it. Oh my god, that's next. That's next gen. When I when I look at yogis, I'm like, whoa, that's next gen. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, and going even further into that is like, oh wow, okay, yo, you guys, you guys, this guy leveled new game plus this shit. It's amazing. I am truly amazed. You will never understand those terms, or maybe you will, but I am amazed. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry for that, guys. It is a hot day. Well, there's more. It, it, it's more than just a simple. Tr it's more than just a simple throwaway term, you know? It is you, practically, you know? It, it, even in the aspect of the repetition of certain thoughts, when you kind of take it, I think literally or maybe not, well, if, if you repeat a thought of, you know, if you repeat a thought of lack... But you're not in lack. You're kind of imagining the lack. And especially when it comes to that, like, um, or another example, anore anorexic people, you know, if you keep repeating the thought that you're not, you know, slim enough, that you're too fat, you're imagining that fat. Other people will notice you and say, no, you're really slim. But the person will go, no, 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 I'm, I'm huge. You know, it's... You're imagining that fucking fat and you're repeating that imagination. I don't know, it, it brings me back to the whole aspect of terms and terminologies kind of blending in. Because uh, that goes both in the aspect of... <sighs> Imagination hijacking by the mind, because if if the mind has taken a value, oh my god, that's going to ah, fuck it. Let's run with it. If the mind had taken a value of knowing this level of or body weight equals fat, and not fat equals question mark. <laughs> Because oftentimes it's never enough. Or maybe it is. Depending on the case. It's really contextual to the case. Yeah, that's coming from the mind. But then it does hijack the aspect of the imagination when it comes to... Well, you're just imagining yourself in a different dress or a different kind of type of clothing or a different in a different situation. Because you'll have the thought blocker kind of go, Well, no, you're not able to do that because <clears throat> look at this. <laughs> And I'm not going to tell you when it's going to be enough. <laughs> Fucking mind. It does its best. It does its best. You, you got to be its best friend. Well, you, you decode that and you kind of go, okay, so what is enough? Because you're not necessarily running from a value. And then you ask, why? Where does that come from? Why is it this specific number and this specific method? And trigger that memory that created that whole process. Uh, and then you just clear it. <laughs> but, huh, it's kind of funny how it just kind of blends uh, the, the terminology and everything. Because that does 
indirectly tie into the aspect of imagination hijacking, which is the implementation of thought through repetition of momentums and, you know, like I explained, uh, the whole repetition of watching, binge watching and that kind of stuff or certain stereotypes in the media. Yeah. Or maybe I just completed a loop without necessarily knowing. Yeah. One moment. Okay, now I see where things kind of went topsy-turvy. Um, hijacking a thought in the aspect of the beliefs and knowing what's possible and think and being able to believe um, in what's possible or foresee what's possible. It's not just, uh, you know, stereotypes or fear being broadcasted on TV and separation. No, it's much more than that. Again, the belief aspect leading to body ailment as well is is another thing. Um, and, you know, if let's say if you have a high amount of fear momentum and then you couple that with the imagination being riddled with fear, which is... Wow, now I'm trying to... Make a separation between the mind and and the soul aspect of things. Soul doesn't have fear. That's all a mind thing. But I want to kind of... So when it comes to imagination or that, it's a combination between soul and the mind. Well, the body does give you responses based on whether you feel separation or not. And oftentimes the body, depending on how you push it, the body will feel the different um, environment as well. It's just now I kind of landed on a big question mark about, okay, so where does imagination come from? Or... Hmm... Is it's in participation? It's in participation with the mind, because in one way you're going to use a part of your hard drive and prior um, experience of sights and all sounds. No, um, all five senses. I mean, yet in another way. You're not... Mm. You're not necessarily doing it physically. It, you're using what's in the mind. Parts of them. But then there's also the aspect of spirit that completes it. With various things that you don't necessarily have, hard drive-wise, but do happen. So... Admittingly, all is one. It's just kind of... I don't know. I just kind of got a bit curious about the mechanics of it. And... Yeah, I just kind of got a bit curious about the mechanics of it. Huh. 
But I did land on something kind of interesting. Hmm. Shit. This really all goes into the all is one in a way. But meaning, as I said, you can imagine that you're not slim enough in that way. Like, even up to a point where you look in the mirror and you don't necessarily see yourself as slim. Or is that some kind of a picture or representation that is distorted by the mind and projected onto the mirror? You know, I, I kind of wonder how deep that goes. The aspect of how... Mm, yeah, how... Mm, I'm trying to relate it to other things as well. You know what? Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's basically the mind picks up as um, one of the two values something that's been said to be acceptable in a way. If we go back to anorexia or something that's, you know, um, let's say somebody takes a model as an, as kind of an example, but goes, you know, goes into that extreme aspect of, yeah, it's got to be this weight, you know, the need aspect, which causes separation, which, um, you know, just causes all sorts of shit. And then at that point, it's an idea, it's a memory, it's a folder. So you can just pluck that shit out. Yet, oh, wait, what am I... Hmm, okay. <sighs> Interesting. The brain... Okay, a couple of combination. Uh, television's directed to the mind's eye. Understanding the brain's a lens. Uh, mind's eye possibly being the sole aspect of it, that connection. Other connection, the crown chakra. Um, yet, your back and forth with the soul will often bring the separation feeling if your lens comes in the way. So, it does bring an aspect of separation from another, from yourself, whatever you kind of say, it'll bring that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because even, yeah. So, and even when, let's say, somebody's kind of haunted with a memory, they'll still feel an emotion, which is a reaction from the soul, which will tell you, you know, kind of go through the body and say, whoa, wait, we're not really in tune with this. Um, you know, separation, feeling of separation from yourself and the others um, at the same time. So, Okay, so now I get to a point, separating memory and imagination, and question mark, question mark, because it does come out of nowhere with the same properties of a visualization. Maybe it's because you it's repeated more and more often, so let's say a fond memory or any kind of memory is a re-imprinting of that same memory um, with the level of consciousness and interpretation that was at the time and the moment. Um, 
never necessarily to the entirety of the accuracy of it because there's always more discovered in um, later on in life, more level and details of nuance, and you might remember it differently as well, which all kind of plays into imagination. So I guess we're calling it a memory because it's been re-imprinted multiple times over and over and over and over, and it's much more easier to catch it and to recreate it than to imagine something new. Huh. Interesting. So it's it's the same. It's just different levels. Uh, polarity, motherfucker. Wow. It's just different levels of repetition to give the imprint, but it's, again, just something that's not physical and not entirely completely solid and accurate as well mm, it's just repeated over and over and over and over and why it's pr- uh, interesting okay huh neat 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 interesting what would be really cool is to kind of get a glimpse at the frequency of its repetition along a single day or week versus other things and then put one ver you know on top of an you know one next to the other and saying okay well if i do one um and i guess it's another trick to changing you know doing the inner work well if i do one um think a bit more about this instead of that old memory well, i'm gonna have to multiply this kind of thought and feeling <clears throat> exponentially and now that you're doing it cautiously you'll beat the other thing like as if it was nothing because the other repetition was done kind of like sporadically you know it wasn't necessarily consciously done now you're actually saying no you know what i'm consciously repeating the new and positive and the new and helpful to yourself and all multiple times over that last memory or trauma which was created at a time where you had a uh, lesser level of consciousness than now because you've expanded and evolved throughout that time so wow and then your brain doesn't fight you to say no i need it to be accurate it's never been accurate to begin with (laughs) well the mind will fight you Hell, uh, funny enough, certain people, I've noticed this with my parents, they, at times, they will just not acknowledge a memory or an event, and it's like, you know what, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, Uh, you know, but I, initially, when we were trying to discuss some of this stuff, it's like, oh, no, they would acknowledge this event, I totally did not acknowledge this event, oh, you don't remember that, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like uh, whatever i'm not gonna continue fighting over this but the mind at times will just try to fight you over this no no it happened this way they don't want to remember this these things and i was saying they they were kind of not necessarily fighting to say that they didn't remember those events but in a way in a way and it's like you know what whatever Whatever. That was before I started learning some of this stuff. Um, way before. Like. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. That was fucking massive. <sighs> wow. You see, you start on a string with consciousness and it just takes you on some of the best roller coaster of understandings that you'll just piece up. And at times it might feel like repetitive. 
But remember, this is a re-imprinting of, you know, your cautious decision and your cautious choosing and thinking. Instead of, you know, when we're thrown repetitions of reaction over and over and over and being made feel like that's normal to react instead of responding, you know, to react to events as if you had to be the, the, the thing while now you understand it's all an aspect of what's going on within. So the other person's not pointing at you literally or saying that, how do I say this? It's kind of like the other person's ire is not with you. It's with the value, you know, it's like what's going on, the values and labels that they have in their mind. <laughs> Which you kind of trigger. And it's like, but that's none of your fault. It's whatever, whatever is kind of happening in their mind. What's their ones and zeros in their mind? And if they can't separate it, it's like, well, eh, that happens. You just kind of go, all right, well, happens. That's <laughs> so much fucking cool. And it's understandable. You understand how deep that shit goes. So it's like you're not putting um, expectations on anyone else. Thus, you're not putting expectations on yourself as well. And that shit just naturally grows and grows and grows. You know, as soon as you kind of let go, but you enjoy and you find more depth of um, pleasantries in that journey, as well as expanding your imagination, you just have fun. It just becomes fun. It's like na- it's a, it becomes a natural growth cycle. You know, it's not a pressured aspect of things. You don't need to get all that growth. You're just having it and having a lot of fun. A lot of fun having it. And just watch, man. Just watch. Skyrocket. So yeah, have fun, man. Have fun. <laughs>